0: Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm a struggling addict, and ex-pastor, and I battle with major depression and anxiety. I also believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires you, challenges your thinking, and allows you to feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining What's up you guys? Hope you are having a blessed day. Hope you're feeling too blessed to even be stressed about all the craziness going on in our world. But I'm so excited and grateful to have you join us here at the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Um, And man, today I think I got something good for you. But before I can get there, I need to tell you a little bit about my family. Y'all, my family is crazy. I know you say think all families are crazy, and it's true. All families are dysfunctional. Um, I have a special love for my family because they're a special kind of crazy. Um, I have two sisters. I'm the middle child. Uh, shout out to all my middle kids. Uh, you had it the worst, I believe. You weren't the baby. You were never the only child. You just kind of get lost in the mix. Um, but I have an older and younger sister. I love them to death. Uh, they're wild Uh, I love my mom, my dad, Um, they're crazy, and man, me spending a week with them is just a reminder of how crazy my upbringing was, but I go every time I go home, uh, we have the opportunity to hang out together, we either go out to eat um, and spend some time all together, and there's nothing more special than when you get all of my family together, because it's loud, it's a little rambunctious, um, a little crazy, you don't really know who's going to drink too much or what wild thing's going to happen, but I always love it. And there always comes a part when you spend time with family where you kind of reminisce of what it was like growing up, years past, all that. I love nostalgia, and so I love talking about high school and middle school and things like that. And we get on that subject a good bit because when I was in high school, y'all, I was, I was a hellion. Um, I caused so many problems, y'all. I drank a lot, smoked. Um, I was addicted to pills throughout high school. Most people don't even know that. Um, I was crazy. I didn't have, I didn't know what I was doing. I basically flunked out of high school. I had to stay four days my senior year um, when seniors were supposed to be out of school. My teachers let me stay those four extra days to take all these, uh, do all these assignments so that I could graduate from high school. Um, I was wild. I was all over the place. And when I talked to my parents about this, about my time in high school, one thing my dad says every time uh, he uh, he brings up, he says, "You know what really what really hurt me um, wasn't the the pills. It wasn't you stealing from us. It wasn't the parties. It wasn't any of the crazy stuff that you did. Um, what hurt me was me not being with you. And y'all, when my dad says this, it is like that I'm not mad. I'm just I'm disappointed. Like, could you just be mad at me about me doing something stupid? But." Man, me not hanging out like that hurts on a deep level. Come on, knife to the heart. Um, but my dad, every time he says it, he says, "I just, I miss, I miss being with you." And I think when it comes to us as followers of Jesus, or maybe you're not a follower of Jesus, and you just are checking in because you saw the word "dirty" and devotion, when you want to know what this is about. But as followers of Jesus and Christians, I think we've painted a picture that's so incomplete of what the Bible. The point of the Bible is, if I asked you right now to say what you believe to be the main word of the Bible, what is the theme of the Bible, um, I would probably guarantee that 90% of y'all would say something like uh, salvation, or uh, atonement, or sacrifice, and all these words about Jesus dying on the cross, and I, I think that's a super important word, but I don't think that is the theme of the whole Bible. For me, what I believe to be the theme is this word. It's a big word. It's called incarnation. And a simpler version of it would be presence or God with us. Because the whole Bible paints this picture from the beginning, from the Old Testament is this God is con- uh, consistently trying to get to us. He's consistently trying to connect with us. He picks a people to be his, uh, his people, and he can be their God. And the whole Old Testament is about trying to get these people to connect with God because God desperately wants to be with them because he's separated from them because of their sin and their decisions. And what makes the New Testament so incredible is that God comes to us. And if you look at the first chapter of John, John gives this big kind of overview of the Bible and his, the climax of what he talks about isn't salvation. It isn't anything like that. It isn't atonement. What it is, if you look at John chapter 1, verse 14, it says this, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. That Emmanuel, God with us, that God took on flesh and made his dwelling among us. God desires more than anything else to be present with you. That's why Jesus died on the cross. That's why Jesus did that, to pay for our sins, because the end goal was God wants to be with you. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, it's God wanting to be living inside of you, that close to you, that intimate with you. All of the Bible is telling this story, this incredible love story of a God that wants to be intertwined in our lives and yet we focus on the sacrifice we focus on the atonement we focus on all these things but the main thing god wants you to know is that he's with you that he cares about you that our world is messy and messed up and it doesn't take long for any of us to point out 40,000 things that are wrong in our lives and our marriages and our friendships and our jobs and in our, in our uh, personal lives, things that no one knows about. And yet God desires to be present with us. And that's the most important thing. When we, when we talk about the power of God and all things like that, that's good. But I've talked to so many non-believers who are so frustrated because they're like, I asked God to save my kid or to save my family and he didn't come through. And I thought God was powerful enough to do that. And when we make God all of his main goal being miracles, we miss the point because God's desire isn't to do miracles for us. What his desire is, is to be present with us and for us to be present with him. Now, can God do miracles? I believe he can. Can God do the impossible? Absolutely. But I think what God wants more than anything for you is for you to recognize his presence among you right now in this moment. That in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your anxiety, that in the midst of your anger, your betrayal, whatever it is you're going through, your bitterness, that God is with you and he cares about you. Don't get lost in all the other stuff. All the other stuff is important, but the main thing that you need to remember when it comes to your relationship with Jesus, being a follower of Jesus, come on, even that word, follower of Jesus, means you are alongside of him and he is alongside of you because he cares for you. He wants to be a part of what you're going through. He wants to be a part of the triumphs, the victories, and he wants to be a part of the lows and the heartache and the the pain and the trauma that comes with life, the messiness of life. But today, as John said, the, the climax of how we live our lives is this, is that Emmanuel, God with us, the word became flesh and he dwelt among us. Today, live your life like God is with you. Live your life like God is walking next to you. Live your life like God cares about the hell that you're going through. Live your life like God cares about your marriage and your loss and he cares about your anger and your struggles and he wants to be present with you. That's what God is screaming over and over again in the Bible. Is I love you, I see you, I know you, and I'm with you no matter what. I want to pray for you today and I just I just want you to live with this presence in mind and that no matter what no matter what hell life brings or mess life brings or what trauma it doesn't make any of it easier but here's what's incredible it makes it it makes it special when you recognize that the creator of everything desires to be with you and that's his heart so let me pray for you God God, thank you for being with us right now in this moment with everything going on around us and all the hell that is breaking loose in our country, and our world, and the unknowns, Lord, even the midst of fear, anxiety, sadness. Lord, we recognize that the greatest thing we have is that you're with us and you care about us, that there's someone who sees us, there's someone who knows us, and there's someone who loves us despite our mistakes and despite what we have done. So, Lord, we lean into that right now. Lord, help us live with awareness of how close you really are. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. If today was helpful for you, it inspired you, it challenged you, let us know by taking a moment to leave us a review and subscribing so you can stay in the loop for future episodes. You could also follow us on Instagram at Dirty Devotional for more content, and there we post daily encouragement. Most importantly, the thing we want you to remember is this is that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved by a real God. Have a blessed day.